Good morning, everyone. It has been a long time, so today I would like to talk about love. <sighs> I can't believe we only talk about love until now. And specifically, is the past week I have quite an emotional journey with me. So I was using this app called Field F E E L D. So you're not meeting farmers there, but um, it's like an app that a more niche explore something that is uh more. Kinky, but I I'm not sure. I I don't really have idea. I I think like all these dating apps, they are really talking about the same shit. Like I can see the same person is on Grinder, on Tinder, or on what, but、uh, so it doesn't really matter of what they're looking at. So I talked to this guy, and、um, he is a teacher. He's thirty five years old around. I think, and we had a very very interesting conversation, which is unlike most of my past dating apps experiences. Because ah,、uh, when we started to chat, like he need to go to Argentina for a couple of weeks, so we had chat for one month. One whole month before we first met, this absolutely has broken my record. And surprisingly speaking, and surprisingly, I was really quite enjoyed this kind of pen pal like relationship.、Um, and、uh, yeah, it kind of build up a lot of expectations and. You like teasing each other, and you feel it's harder to get it. It's not that available, and this is what is the most, what is the sexiest about that. And after one month of chatting, we eventually met last week. So he lived in South East London. I lived in South East London as well. And in the beginning, he was thinking, "Oh, let's meet uh at uh, Greenwich," and I love Greenwich, but I thought, like, let's go to somewhere romantic, you know.、Uh, I like grand gesture and drama, opera. So we met in Hyde Park. I arrived twenty minutes earlier. I know it's rare, but I do. I did arrive twenty minutes earlier, and I was waiting at the station, and I brought uh some fruits, and a frisbee and a board game called We Are Not Really Strangers. I'll explain this. It's not board game; it's a card game. So, we met eventually. He arrived, and he exceeds my expectations. That he is really, really intelligent and smart, and when he speak, it immediately hypnotized me, because he has a received pronunciation. He's from Cambridge, 
So when they speak, it sounds a bit like a dictionary. <laughs> and he's a very charming trace for me. Like, his intelligence has tripled because of the accent. And I think myself is a fairly intelligent man. But because of my accent, I feel whenever I open my mouth, people feel like I am a dummy. So we look at each other. We walk along the street. And we're holding hands. It is very sweet. Because the things that turn me on most, or like my fetish, is not like any of those stuff, you know? Not like putting a fist in your ass or choking you. Those could be fun as well. But for me, it's holding hands. I think this is the thing that makes me most emotional because I think this is more related to your feelings and it transcends the physical. I think this gesture and it implies a lot of meaning for me personally. I have a sensitive hand. So we were walking along the park and holding hands and stop occasionally and then kiss along the way. <laughs> it's like perfection. So we find a place um, by kind of like a lake. We sat down. So I suggested, oh, maybe we can play frisbee. And he said he had very, very bad hand-eye coordination. He said, I might be disappointed after, <laughs> after playing this with him. Like, um, but anyway, so we sat down and then we played this card game that I brought called We Are Not Really Strangers. So technically, it's a game for two, and there are a lot of three sets of cards. The first set is perception, second set is uh, a connection, and the third set is reflection. So which is a game that get to know each other very wholesomely. So for perception is like, oh, uh, depends on your senses, you know? <coughs> What do you like to eat, or like a, what what kind of <coughs> personality do you think I have just based on, uh, the shoes I'm wearing, uh, or <coughs> choose a, a, a picture on your Instagram that most represents who you are, your personality, and I look at her his pictures, and I saw. Like, the first one is a picture that he took in a very serene, serene sea and ocean and sky in Argentina. And I just feel like this represents him. Because when he is there next to me, I really feel this sense of peace and serenity. And I think for me... Uh, this is my first priority, uh, like to have this sense of peace. And I felt, felt that, like I feel sturdy and being backed. Okay, I'm exaggerating, but I'm not exaggerating, all right? And the third, <clears throat> the third one is the most intimate one. The th third set of cards is like, 
there's a card asked you what's in your life works and what's in your life hurts. It's very deep. And there's another card that uh, is what we can create together. And he told me a reservoir of peace. <laughs> My heart was immediately get touched. Like I, 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 I'm in awe. I was in awe. Because it completely matched my desire, utmost desire of my soul. A reservoir of peace. Like with a friend or even better with a partner. However, I didn't mention it before. So this guy, he's married to a man. Uh, they're in a very happy relationship and they are open in doing this shit called ethically non-monogamous. I have very little idea of what, what it is. Does it really mean, is it means like open relationship or just like, I have no idea what this millennial they are making. Yeah, like created all these sophisticated ideas. Maybe it's just open relationship for pretentious people. But anyway, so it means like he is not available for um, certain kind of deeper responsibility or commitment. But it's a matter, neither do I. It's our first match. So while we were playing this card game, we were like kissing, and then you can see that his pre-cum is flooding over his trousers. So, so which means that he is uh, really uh, attracted to me. Um, yeah. And, and so do I. I think it's a mutual feeling. However, like we spent around two hours together and then we thought it would be the best to cut it short and go back home because he was a bit tired. And also, you know, if you sleep together in the first night, there's nothing for you to expect. So very possible that um, we will meet each other again. And I think this is a very, very, very valuable connections. I, I hope you feel the same as well. Yeah. You don't always meet nice people on dating app. I have 95% of my experience are quite very, very shallow and superficial. So this is very exceptional for me. And we were holding hands and kissing. We walk back to Partington Station. And at that time, when we were there, I just feel this epic, you know? Like, um, like in, in, in the 19th century novel, big romance, that we are separating in a train station that we would never meet again or only meet again after a few years and war makes us depart. You know, this is really possible in a dating life in London, you know? Um, there was, just happened, there was a band 
like a s- silver gray hair orchestra. They're, they're playing some march with horns. And we stay there to listen what is going on. And then we kiss very passionately. And then there's a lady, random strangers pass us. She <laughs> she walked up to us and said, "Oh, you guys have to be happy." Or I forgot something like that. It's or it's like so lucky you guys are in love. And they said like, "Oh," she said like, "Oh, I can't find anyone." And it was like, and said, "Good luck to us." And I just feel like the whole sad thing is so cinematic, so dramatic, <laughs> which is. An experience of itself, yeah, and then, very reluctantly, on my side, okay, uh, we departed, um, and I went back home. And you know, like when during the date, I have all these insecurities as well, like uh, coming up to my mind. But I, I know, like every time, no matter. Is is normal no matter I met a person or what you know like this conditioning comes comes up and especially if something related to that is more romantic or intimate, you f- I I feel more of this flutter into my head, and uh, but I just observe it and I understand that it's not it, it not necessarily is real or uh, uh, is related to the situation. It is su- just something that is related to my past conditions, like. Um, yeah, so I try to ignore that and just focus on the present moment, which is the most beautiful, and that's what all we have now, isn't it? Yeah, and then uh, we went back home separately. He went back to his home. I went back to my home, <coughs> and uh, he said he was like it. It was like the right decision. Not he was really tired and. Uh, at, at coming to the end, it's feel a bit drained because like a long day or whatever, and he said he was nervous because of all the expectation that has built up, and I didn't see any of that actually. I feel like he, I felt like he was like very chill and relaxed as well. But you never know what a person conceal. So for me as well, when I went back, I just like completely very tired. Um, just lie on the couch and fell asleep. So, and then the next day, I asked him like, uh, "Oh, do you have? How do you feel about uh, the dates? And do you feel uh, like it's different from your expectations?" And uh, he said, "Of course." Because, you know, reality is always different from what you're imagining. And for me as well. But I, I, I think, genuinely speaking, on my side, I feel he has exceeded what I expect. Because, oh, but I, I should not talk like this. Because it sounds like a business project, something. <laughs> um, but it's, it's not. I, I just feel that, like, Okay, no comparison before, after expectation, whatever. I feel he look at as an individual at that moment of our encounter or interaction. 
I feel, I felt, and I still feel that I think he is a very kind person, a good person, uh, genuine, authentic. Maybe it's because his accent, that which deceived me, but I I feel like this, and I feel a sense of peace when I'm next to him. So yeah, it was great. I felt love, and then he told me <clears throat> there's a little concern that, um, because I mentioned like a love romance several times that like we are not in a romantic relationship, or uh, we are not uh, walking towards something like that. We are just friendship, and first of all, I don't I, no I I I understand I don't understand. Uh, oh, and he said that we are not polyam. I'm not polyamorous or whatever. Yeah, uh, of course I'm not expecting what you know. First of all, we only met once. <laughs> we only met once, and um, for me, it's it's impossible to separate my feel like or to theorize my feelings because I feel what I feel. Uh, no matter if it if it you are walking towards a big friendship or or a relationship or whatever, I feel first of all we kissed. This is not friend does. This is not what normal friends do. Okay, uh, is it, a bit more than friends. Okay. But there's no, no no use of like fitting in this category. For me, I just know that how I felt. I felt complete when I at at that moment, and I felt. Uh, my heart is open. I felt, love. And that's how I felt. I really felt love. Mm. But you know. A lot of people, when you hear love, the word love, is frightening because it's frightening. There are many different kind of connotation attached to this word, and but for me personally speaking, it is a is a feeling, is, and it's something very big. And I want to look at it independently. Without all the distraction or like our, uh, you know, all this responsibility or social connotation, but I just see it as love is, like love. I really feel that, I feel complete. Anyway, I'm walking in circles. So, after this very very intense emotional journey, um, the next day, uh, I'm invited to a dinner, at a restaurant called. Penelope's, uh, in Govan in, on Russell Street on Covent Garden, <clears throat> and is with uh, a few of my Israeli Jewish friends, and is invited, and we don't need to pay the bill because I think he knew someone there, so we just eat as much as we want, and we just really cool, and there were five of us, and there's a guy, he is. Italian and we met each other around one year ago. 
he hosted a house party, and me and my friend we went there, and just have a drink. I I think I didn't talk more than three minutes with him, like in our first met. Yeah, and then like and then we met in the dinner, but we didn't really talk. We were like, like less than two minutes, like during the dinner we talk, and it was super cool. The whole table was full of food, and I personally I don't drink. I can, like I don't really drink. Okay, in in the past two years, I maybe have drank three glasses of wine. That that's all. Yeah, but <laughs> I order a, like a, a glass of cognac, something like that. Yeah, just for the spirit because they were dancing and they were burlesque. There's a woman who wearing heels and like. Wearing like, just bra and uh, like walk walking and dancing, belly dancing, it, it, it was fantastic, and light we light fireworks and someone playing saxophone, loud music. You feel like this chaos, this Israeli Spanish chaos. Um, yeah, and then we went to dance, play very superficial music. You know those, um, and we and then I start to. Like I, I feel a bit, like. Connected with this Italian guy, uh, in some way, and. After the the dinner, and then we go back home, you know, and I said, "Oh, my my last train is like in half an hour. Do you wanna have a little walk, uh, around." The to Charing Cross, Trafalgar Square. I said, "Yeah." And we walk, and we talk about his boyfriend is, lives, in Poland, and far far away. They meet each other like once, uh, once a few months, once in a few months. So. They're kind of, in, uh, like, you know, in open relationship in some sense, but not really, because. Uh, like they didn't really speak about that. He said, like they won't talk about oh, if I slept with this guy or this, that guy. But they just kind of know that. So yeah, you know, um, and then I said, okay, so do you want to go back home together? And yeah, and then we, <laughs> I went back to his home, and first of all, on Sun that was Saturday night, one o'clock, I went back to his home, and it's. On the other side of the town is in Camden, and on Sunday I have a full day of schedule. I have to go to the church on at ten o'clock to rehearse the choir and then to play the service, and I have to teach two students plus two students four students. I have to travel across London, so it's a very very the most tiring day for me. But whatever you know, passion. Exceeds everything, so we. I went back to his home, and I I feel now my preference has changed because I think when I was younger, uh, I I look for someone like you know more like about the physics and more about you know this kind of stuff, but uh. I think when I grow older and older, I found that intelligence is the most important. And also, if that person just wanna fuck you or they, 
want to connect with you. And I felt that, of course, they also just want to have fun. But I feel that uh, he, this person specifically, I can feel he, he wants connection as well. Maybe he doesn't feel it, but like that's how I felt of him. Um, yeah, and yeah, we spent a very lovely evening together. And then in the morning, um, yeah, I went to the church to confess all my sins. <laughs> so, I'll tell you what. Like, I think for most of the gay men, they, or like men in general, they kind of separate the, you know, the physical pleasure experience with the uh, feelings. But for me, I feel... I'm a very sensitive person, a bit more like woman. So, if I slept with this person, I just naturally inclined to develop a feeling toward him. Yeah. I, I really, I feel, I'm not like, maybe not like super, you know, epic feeling. But I, I feel, I, I feel, and I want to like keep seeing them and get to know him, you know. If things just ended like this, I would be quite sad. I, I would feel uh, uh, it's a pity. Yeah. So, and then on Sunday, uh, so I'm still texting with this first guy and he told me uh, so I asked, oh how was your day and said oh I met some friends and I met an old friend that we slept together and we have really nice sex and and then I said you don't have to tell me this and then he said um but that's what friends share um, um I'm not the jealous type of person and I said Yes, it's the things that want to share between friends, but not for friends who kiss. Yes, and then he said, "Okay, if you don't feel uh, you don't feel very comfortable, then uh, it's okay. Then we we don't need to talk about these kind of things unless you initiated it." So I think he's very respectful as well. Yeah. So the reason is that I just feel. I I really feel jealous. Can I can I uh, be honest? But I think. It's, I don't know how, how to describe that feeling, but I, I feel heart-wrenching. Okay, it's too big a word, but I, I, I feel something in my heart. It wrenched a little bit. Be because I'm human. And human feels like this. And I think it's normal for human to feel that. And I think to feel a little bit jealous is absolutely healthy. It's not like a jealous that you would want to kill him or like to burn the house. But it's like a, a little bit feelings that you care. It means you care. Alrighty, anyway. This is my emotional journey in this weekend. And I just want to share with you because it's a healing process of itself for me. Like, I gained clarity of what was happening, how I felt. So, see you next week.